This episode of the Old Soul, New Soul Astrology Podcast is brought to you by the Fun Astrology 101 course. If you'd like to learn the language of astrology in a fun and easy way, go to funastrology.com and check out the 101 course. It's right there on the homepage. Welcome to the Old Soul, New Soul Astrology Podcast with Thomas Miller, Robert Glasscock, and hey, Robert. <laughs> Robert, I want us to just kind of banter about something that's been swimming around in my little mind. Do you mind? I would be delighted. All right. So we're going to pick two signs. They happen to both be Earth signs, Virgo and Capricorn. And I'd like to pick your brain on the distinction between the two. And here's where I'm coming from. Both Virgo and Capricorn. If somebody is a sun sign Virgo or a rising sign Virgo or even a moon sign Virgo, they are diligent. They are hardworking. In fact, I think they're the best employees in the building. If you can find the Virgos, you know they're, they're the hardworking ones. They're the ones that'll stay there until the, until the janitor comes through. So will the Capricorn. Both like things to be in order. The Virgo is known for orderliness. The Capricorn as well. I mean, they want things to be buttoned up. Both will stick to it to the end. The Capricorn, the sea goat, climb the mountain. Make sure you're climbing the right mountain, as Steve Forrest teaches. They both might be maybe a little more serious. You know, and my dad was a Capricorn, so I got to see that sign up close and personal. He was a tremendous worker in the job that he did. He was honest as the day was long. He was working until he literally couldn't physically. He was a stockbroker. He probably stayed too long, but his clients loved him, et cetera, et cetera. When we think about how do you separate the signs, how are those are the similarities. What are the differences? Well, the first thing, they're both earth signs, and they're both all those traits that you just mentioned, but one of them is cardinal, and the other one is mutable, and exactly. there's all the difference in the world. Yes, exactly. Okay, go there. <laughs> the, the cardinal sign has a natural leadership instinct that the Virgo does not. The Virgo is much more comfortable being down the chain of command and being taking care of more detailed functions related to anything than the Capricorn. The Capricorn is the executive in that sense. The leadership, natural cardinal leadership ability of the Capricorn gives it more ambition and drive than the Virgo. The Capricorn is much more, much more aware of status in life. It's and everybody else's. It's an earth sign. It is absolutely aware of what people drive, what they wear, where they live, how much money they make. And that can be both positive and negative. It can be if they're a poor Capricorn or a Capricorn who's constantly out of work, that's a very negative state of Capricorn awareness. But they are still hyper aware of what they don't have in that case, how they, they feel inferior to everybody else. So the Capricorn has that element of status awareness in it that Virgo is far less preoccupied with. So Virgo is very, it's essential to the wheels and the gears that make all of society and commerce work. 
you can't just have leaders only. You have to have actual people to execute the various functions that they, they need to execute. So Capricorns tend to be a better overseer of a project as a whole, whereas the Virgo is more of a specialist, if you will. So those are some of the differences. Well, another characteristic that I think of with Virgo is health, right? Ruling the sixth house. Maybe Capricorn right. doesn't have that. Well, I certainly think that's a, a very good observation because Virgo absolutely will tend to be Capricorns, as you know, and this is maybe true with your father, the Capricorn can work themselves to death. Well, and there's the 10th house. Yeah. And their work and career, their work, period, tends to be more important to Capricorn than it is to Virgo. Virgo often, unless it goes into a field like healthcare or any other field that requires a certain amount of education and discipline and time and money and effort put forth to get those degrees, uh, but, but Virgo can also, it really can live a life where it has many different occupations. It can sell retail of any kind, books, clothing, automobiles, and so on. It can sell health care equipment, medical equipment, pharmaceutical equipment, on and on. Because it's the kind of mediator and go-between more so than Capricorn is. Now, Capricorn often works with a lot of Virgos in terms of fabricators or employees under its its uh, executive authority, let's say. But that's mainly the difference between the two. You have to have both. <laughs> you really do. And I have Capricorn rising, for example, and I have Mercury and Jupiter both in Virgo, and Jupiter happens to pretty closely trine my ascendant, which has been terrific for me. But I'm, it's only through astrology that I've be, been able to get very conscious of what those things mean in terms of my own makeup and how I can best express them. And that's really what the astrological journey has been for me all my life, really. And it gets better because you get clearer and deeper about what these things mean in your own horoscope and in your own life. So you begin to live a more holistic kind of life, meaning that you're really in touch with all the elements in you and outside of you that make up this incredible miracle that we call life. And you know, this is another good point, especially for people that are synthesizing, wanting to learn and stretch their synthesizing or their synthesis abilities, is you look at all the characteristics. So you mentioned right off the bat, you said this is they are both earth signs, that's the elements, but also the qualities, the cardinal fixed and mutable qualities of the signs is a very important thing that often I think gets maybe set aside a little too much. We should probably bring that forward in our interpretations more. I agree. You know, it's the basics. If you just start with those initially, then you'll be led to think of other things that are also symbolized in these archetypes. But yeah, that's a big key right there. Just the basics. One is cardinal. One is mutable. And of course, the other earth sign is Taurus, which is fixed. So in each element, you have those three qualities, cardinal, mutable, and fixed. And they all three are in trine each other. They're all earth signs, for example. So each function of each of those archetypes, Taurus and Virgo and Capricorn, play a really essential role in maintaining physical material security, including your body, your health. Without that, <laughs> you don't have... <laughs> 
much else, you see. So that's where that becomes important. That's mental health, spiritual health, psychological health, physical health. Well, and another common characteristic, obviously, of these earth signs is the groundedness, the, yes. the firmness, the foundation. Yes, absolutely. And then I guess the other thing we could throw into this while we're separating and characterizing these things would be the ruling planets. The ruling planets and also the chart ruler. I think we really do forget that one. I am totally ruled by Saturn. When I found this out at 20, I didn't like it. It sounded horrible to me. <laughs> but believe me, at 78, it's great. Now, Robert is a Capricorn rising. I am Capricorn rising. So the rising sign and the planet that rules the rising sign or the ascendant becomes your chart ruler, your life ruler. The rising sign and its degree, its duad, its decanate, and its ruling planet, those are the reasons you have incarnated in this lifetime, all shown at that one point, the ascendant degree and the sign, you see. All right, so let's just take that. Let's say that we had these two signs and we didn't know anything else about them. One is ruled by Saturn. One is ruled by Mercury. Go there with, like you didn't know. You didn't even know the word Capricorn. You didn't know any symbolism or anything. All you know is here's a bucket that's ruled by Saturn and here's a bucket that's ruled by Mercury. How are those going to be distinct? Oh, big time. Uh, Saturn... If you associate it with Capricorn, for example, Saturn rules in the body, it rules the skeleton. Mercury rules the nerves, it rules the joints, it rules the limbs. But mainly, Mercury rules this movability, this mutability, so the joints in the physical body. Saturn is the framework, it's the structure that holds everything upright and together, and otherwise we would collapse in a puddle. So Saturn is the archetype of maturity, responsibility, dedication, hard work, discipline, organization, and above all, reality. I just call Saturn the get real planet, because where it is by transit, it is saying get real about these house matters. Don't try and skimp. Don't try and cheat. Don't try and evade. Just face responsibilities. You know you need to be taking constructive action in this particular house over the next two and a half years with Saturn in Pisces. So take those actions. And it's in Pisces. So be willing to let go of what isn't working anymore. And be willing to open up to what's coming at you, what's new, what feels healthier and better and more constructive. So you're getting these messages all the time. Mercury, on the other hand, is pay very close attention to what you say and how you carry on in your day-to-day -day interactions with people, including people who serve you at restaurants, people at the gas station, anybody you interact with. With Mercury, it's all about these day-to-day -day routine transactions that we make with everybody. And it's those where a lot of the real nitty-gritty of business gets carried out, those detailed one-on-one -on -one conversations, emails, business letters, contracts, paperwork, all of that Mercury stuff. 
And right now with Mercury retrograde, it's telling us all, you've still got some probably important financial or business papers that are in the process of being drafted and refined and signed and finalized that have to do with your work. Sometimes this can mean simply a job application that you fill out and now you have a job. Other times it can mean setting up an LLC, for example. But that's the Mercury element. The Saturn element is the impetus to set up the limited liability corporation in the first place. That's the Saturn. That gives a, a, the overall structure to something. The Mercury comes along with all of the detail work of choosing the name for the company and doing all the paperwork and getting all of that stuff arranged. So that's a bit of the difference. Saturn operates on a two-and-a-half-year timetable. Mercury is like a, an insect. It just keeps flitting back and forth. So, But it's all about Mercury, about the details that you have to pay attention to. Saturn is the bigger picture. You know, I find it interesting, too, that among the Earth signs, two of them are ruled by a planet that has dual rulership. So Mercury, which rules Virgo, also rules Gemini. And it seems to me like Mercury has the side, like you were talking about, more of the intellect side that shows up in Virgo, and the communication side shows up more in Gemini. Geminis can talk their way around anything, right? But the yeah, and the Virgos are more mind based. The more of that intellect side of Mercury. I think Mercury in Virgo is a little bit deeper. It's more analytical than Mercury in Gemini is. Gemini is really, uh, a, I don't mean superficial necessarily in a negative way, but Gemini likes to skim the surface of things and in that way it can actually cover a great deal of territory virgo on the other hand gets so wrapped up in the analytical detailed side of things that it can begin going down these rabbit holes where gemini has already moved on i got it already you're here obsessing about this detail and taking it even deeper but that's virgo's function so the two are both rulers of the intellect and Mercury, but one of them has to do with a different kind of interaction and communication than the other one. And Virgo, by nature, tends to be a bit more, let's say, professional, whereas Gemini tends to be a bit more facile and clever. So there's a difference in the way that the the purpose of the signs work. Gemini is meant to share information, have fun, whatever it is in the moment, and move on, because it bores very easily. Whereas Virgo, and you know this, you get Virgos talking and they can't shut up, because they know so much and they want to communicate so much and they've thought so much about something and they have so much to say. Virgo, I mean, Gemini pretty much says what it has to say and moves on. But Virgo likes to dwell, <laughs> and it and it serves a very good purpose, especially when it comes to things like healthcare. That's where you should be dwelling. You don't want to skim over something there; you'd miss something. So they each have their functions, but they are different. Yeah, this is great. I love picking your brain on these things. Thank you for that. Just came to mind the other day, and I thought, ah, this would be a fun one to do. So thank you. 
Well, you're quite welcome. Feels good to have my brain picked. All right. What's left? <laughs> yeah, it's 78. Oh, my gosh. That's <laughs> it. What's <laughs> left of it? Let's get it out there. <laughs> all right. Thank you, my friend. And you can check out the show notes for all the stuff we have going on around here. If you'd like to book Robert for a reading, if you'd like to check out the horary course, if you'd like to see some of these podcasts on YouTube, it's all there also always feature our discord channel where Kristen lawhead does a brilliant job of keeping the conversation going thank you so much for listening we'll see you next time on old soul new soul astrology podcast with robert glasscock <laughs>